2016, uh, types of punishment and fines. So this is where we look at, we've looked at why people commit crimes and why we punish people. So now we look at the types of punishments we can deal out in Scotland. So the three types of punishment are fines, community service and prison. So we'll look at what each of these involve and the strengths and weaknesses thereof. So fines, what does fines involve? This is the type of question you'll actually get you for, for, for knowledge and understanding, and, and a lot of people miss it out by saying, oh, it's a fine, and trying to make some sort of silly re reductionist comment, but you need to actually spell it out in full what it involves. So a fine is where a person will commit an offence, um, where they will be issued a fixed penalty um, by a police officer, community support officer, or a sheriff or a judge, um, and they'll have to pay an amount of money to try and balance out or repay the costs of uh, of their crime. Um, so types of fines we we have in Scotland. Well, obviously we have speeding fines issued by the police where the police will uh, issue an on-the-spot um, fixed penalty not fine of about 60, oh, sorry, 50, 60 pound um, plus three penalty points. Um, another um, example is obviously litterings, £50 fine, you get um, noise disruption fines, um, and also once you go to the sheriff court or the, uh, to the high court with judges, um, they can issue uh, much larger fines um, depending on what type of crime you've done. What's the strengths and weaknesses of these? Well, the strengths of it is that it brings in a lot of money for the, the local council. Quite famously recently, um, the Glasgow City Council uh, introduced uh, uh, no car zone in Nelson Mandela Place. Not everyone knew about this and everyone continued to drive around it. And the Cl Glasgow City Council raised quite a lot of money in, in, the, in, the, in the sum of like, tens of thousands of pounds um, just from fines. So the money from these fines generate quite a lot of income for the local government. And obviously um, national fines, so fines that the police issue, uh, um, generate a lot of money for, for the, the national government. Um, the sheriffs can also levy larger fines, so the more serious crimes, so we, we can properly target if a millionaire is um, repeating an offence, obviously a £50 fine doesn't mean much to them, so we can increase the fine and try and get a bit more to it. The sheriff can also seize, pro and judges, sorry, can also seize property, so they can seize the car that you've been caught in, they can seize your, your house, sell it, uh, and, and, and get money back from that. Well, what are the weaknesses for it? Well, I mentioned the millionaire, um, and it's a good case to bring up. The millionaire gets a £50 fine the same way as you and I does. I do. Um, so the, the fine itself can seem a little bit unfair. Like the millionaire, it doesn't really mean much to him at all. So is he getting the purpose of it? Is he getting why, why he's actually being fined? And more importantly, what, what purpose does fines actually, um, uh, actually cover? Um, not only that, but if we're if we're fining poor people, um, people who are already on benefits or in the poverty line, um, then aren't we going to send them deep deeper into poverty? Aren't we going to send them deeper into the the, the, the poverty cycle? And um, so this is the point as well where we start to apply other areas to the course um, to try and get a deeper understanding of, of what we're doing for analysis questions. So how do fines apply to the four purposes of punishment? Do fines provide protection. Not directly, no, but fines generate money for local council which can then put the money towards um, community support officers and police to get more of uh, that. So in an indirect way, fines can protect society. Do fines act as a deterrence? Well, yes, for the most part they do. This is the primary function of a fine to try and deter people from committing these minor offences. So parking offences, for example, that it's a pay and display area, um, you pay and display or you get a fine. The reason the fine is there to try and force people to um, to pay and display, to deter them from not paying and just walking away. Um, does it offer revenge for society? Well, well no, no, uh, uh, no. 
it just uh, we can twist most things like protection into it, but fines don't directly um, and very weakly they don't indirectly um, offer protection. Uh, sorry, uh, offer revenge for society either. The only way that you could try and argue for this is some large fines issued by a sheriff or a property being seized by a sheriff or a judge. Um, that may be. Yeah, that could be argued for revenge, the purpose of punishment. Um, do fines act as reformation? Well, again, obviously not directly because we, we're sending a person deeper into debt. If we fine a drug user, well, they're going to have to commit more crime to try and replace the money for the fine as well as try and replace money to get to get more drugs. So no, uh, fines don't act as a reformation. However, it could be argued that generally and within society, the, the, all the funds raised can get them put into uh, reformative punishments such as drug rehab, anger management, etc. So that's when we try and twist both of them together, to try and figure out how two parts of the course start to intertwine. And that's what we'll do with the rest of them as well.